You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Listen, all the, all the things that we see darkly, all the things that aren't absolutely clear to us, they will be clear to us one day. But the Scripture tells us that right now we see as in a glass darkly. Don't understand everything. And so I don't, I, I'm not going to get caught up in things that aren't clear. I want to get caught up in things that are clear. Amen? That doesn't mean theology it shouldn't be discussed. It doesn't mean doctrine is not important. That's not the point. But let's keep the main thing, the main thing. Doctrine is important and worth diligent examination and discussion within the church. But, as Pastor Danny reminds us in today's message, you need to be careful not to allow division to arise over matters that aren't pertinent to your faith in Christ. Christ Himself commanded us to love each other. Next to loving Him, it's the most important thing that you can do as a believer. Too many churches have allowed petty disagreements to create rifts and distract them from their chief mission as followers of Christ. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Titus, chapter 3, with today's edition of The Living Word. Titus, chapter 3, verse 1, remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good. And a simple reminder in that opening verse that the people that Titus would be reading this to, they're on the island of Crete, very pagan background. And so it really means a lot more when you think about it Uh, in terms of the culture. It's not like America that has a Judeo-Christian heritage that we're walking away from, unfortunately, in some ways running away from. But this was a pagan culture, and so remind the people, the, the Christians, to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable, considerate, to show true humility toward all men. We are not called to be revolutionaries. We're not called to rebel against the government. Uh, and the only time we disobey government is when government tells us to disobey this. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us. Not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. We were born again, whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. That's amazing. I I pinch myself regularly. Is it really real? I really am going to live forever and ever and ever with Jesus Christ. I'll get a new body one day. I mean, the heritage, the, uh, the, the hope that we have to look forward to is just amazing, amazing. This is a trustworthy saying. I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law because these are unprofitable and useless. Warn a divisive person once, then warn him a second time. After that, have nothing to do with him. Don't hang out with him. 
you may be sure that such a man is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. Now, all I want to say about those couple of verses there is, some people even today in the church are just so into controversy. They're arguing about non-essentials. And they sit around arguing about non-essentials and never get the work of Christ uh, accomplished. And to sit around and argue over non-essentials, I don't have time. Listen, life is too short. You know, you want to be uh, mid-trib, that's fine. You can still be a part of this fellowship. You know, I'm pre-tribber, all right? And I hope I'm right. Uh, I'm definitely pre-wrath. You know, do I do I argue over, uh, do you believe in once saved, always saved? You know, and to argue over non-essentials. My goodness, let's, let's get on with the work of the gospel and the work of the kingdom. Because, listen, all the, all the things that we see darkly, all the things that aren't absolutely clear to us, they will be clear to us one day. But the Scripture tells us that right now we see as in a glass darkly. Don't understand everything. And so I don't, I, I'm not going to get caught up in things that aren't clear. I want to get caught up in things that are clear. Amen? That doesn't mean theology it shouldn't be discussed. It doesn't mean doctrine is not important. That's not the point. But let's keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's what he's saying here. People that sit around just argue over non-essentials, they're missing the point. Don't hang out with people like that. Verse 12, as soon as I send Artemis or Tychicus to you, do your best to come to me at Nicopolis because I've decided to winter there. Do everything you can to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos on their way and see that they have everything they need. Now, interesting, that verse, because it's the only uh, record I know of in the Bible of a Christian lawyer. And here he is, Zenos. I'm sure there are others. And I'm sure there are some in the church, and, and we want to get to know you guys because one day we may need you, especially the way we're headed in America. So Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos, uh, you have to assume they're getting ready to go on some missionary endeavor, and so the practical word is do everything you can to help them and see that they have everything they need. And then finally, verse 14, our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order that they may provide for daily necessities and not live unproductive lives. The word means unfruitful. Uh, obviously, unproductive synonym, unfruitful. Everyone with me sends you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Now, I, I, I've realized more than not, I'm not one of those guys that takes one verse and then digs that one verse out. I do it in my study, but in my teaching, I found I tend to just read through the passage and say, okay, what is the Lord saying here? And that's certainly what the Lord led me to do here. And I read through it fairly quickly, but if you, uh, if you were just read through this a few times, you would see uh, a theme in this final chapter, and it's clear. And if you just would read through it and meditate on it, you would see exactly what I saw. Verse 1, remind the people to be subject to rulers, authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good. Uh, verse 8, uh, right near the end. So that those who have trusted in God, that's us, may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. Uh, verse 13, do everything you can to help Zenos, the lawyer, and Apollos. Make sure they get everything they need for their mission, for their ministry. And then verse 14, our people, Christians, the church, must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order that they may provide for daily necessities and not live unfruitful, unproductive lives. Four times in those few verses in this last chapter, the theme is very clear, very easy to understand. It's doing good. Doing good. 
And not just to do good, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Because it's for him. It's kingdom causes. Now, we could spend time on being subject to rulers and authorities, being obedient, uh, slandering no one, being peaceable and considerate, showing humility. And all those things are certainly part of the Christian life. But if you just stop with those things, we would miss one of the greatest aspects of being a disciple of Jesus Christ, and that is doing good. Hebrews chapter, or Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says that Jesus was anointed by the Holy Spirit, and he went around, he went around doing good. That's what it says. Holy Spirit anointed him to do good. Well, the Holy Spirit's anointed us. Now, listen. We're called to carry on the ministry of Jesus Christ, the book of Acts. The book of Acts, uh, some people call it the book of the Acts of the Apostles. But to be more technical, it's the book of the Acts of the Holy Spirit, and it's the ministry of Jesus continued. That's the way it opens up. Of all that he began to do and to teach, and now he's continuing his ministry through his disciples who have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the one that's enabling us, leading us, encouraging us to do good. The Holy Spirit anointed Jesus, and he went around doing good. Now, Matthew chapter 5. I want to give you several verses, and if you, if you can't get to them, then just listen. Listen to them, okay? Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. You, he's speaking of his disciples. Jesus says, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men. Notice that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. In other words, they see your good deeds. It has an effect on their life. It draws them to your Savior, and they end up praising the Father. In other words, they get saved. 1 Peter chapter 2, tremendous couple of verses. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. Dear friends, speaking to Christians, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world, this world is not our home, to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans, that's just unbelievers, that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. You could also say, so that they also might be saved. Having a solid foundation of faith includes having a solid knowledge of who God is and what He's done for you. You'll be able to find that in the Bible. As you grow in your relationship with God, we encourage you to spend as much time as you can reading His Word and holding the truth of those words close. Take some time to read the passage from Titus that Pastor Danny shared today, or read ahead before you join us next time. God promises to speak through His Word and through the Holy Spirit, and we know that you'll be blessed each time you dive into the doctrine of your faith. If you'd like to hear more teachings from Pastor Danny, visit ccfstpete.church and click on the Sermons tab. 
Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're there to get updated content each time we post it. We love connecting with our listeners, so also stop by our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Join in the conversation, and we'll add some positive encouragement to your newsfeed. Before our time is up with you for the day, we'd like to ask you to consider partnering with us as we continue to share the hope of salvation with the world. Would you pray for us each time you tune into the Living Word? Pray that we keep listening to God and following His plan for our program. Please pray, too, for protection and open hearts among those who will be tuning in next time. We know the power of prayer, and we appreciate you doing this for us. Thanks for being a part of our time here today. Join Pastor Danny next time for another edition of The Living Word. Oh, 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 oh